0: I'm Dr. Daryl Ray, and I took a left at the valley, and the party was really good.
1: I know we shouldn't have to scream that we're atheists, you know, we don't have non-astrologers and all that, but with the religious
2: people taking over the world, I mean, we can either speak up or be pushed into a corner. I'm proud to an
1: atheist, a skeptic, a non-believer, an infidel, a heathen, I call it how I see it, I say it's and you just call it faith, a substantiated claim.
3: Something to be ashamed I'm an atheist I'm an atheist What more can I do Baby, all I want for Christmas is you Aha! Kevin at you with Gifts in Toe, this is Left of the Valley My name is Kevin, and the bad news is they found four toy horses in my rectum The good news is my condition is stable Oh my god! <laughs> Join me as usual is a team that have this weird talent of identify- identifying what's inside a present. It's a gift. <laughs> <laughs> She'll tell you that Christmas stress is just dessert spelled backwards, Nancy.
1: Uh, <laughs> well, Christmas does have both stress and dessert. That's so right. I
0: haven't recovered from stable yet. <laughs>
3: <laughs> she knows Santa's elves are just subordinate clauses, <laughs> Christina. <laughs> I don't get that one. That's okay. (laughs) (laughs) And as a dyslexic Satanist, she sold her soul to Santa, Kirsten. (laughs) Damn.
4: Poor poor Satan. He's probably sitting there, like, all, like, looking off into the middle distance, all sad, and, like, she didn't want me. (laughs) It's
1: nice to know that I was missed. Ladies, (laughs) welcome back.
0: Does that mean that if you have a Santa... And a Satan who are dyslexic that they trade places at Christmas? That's how you get Satan Ooh, at, a at a Christmas Santa parade. Santa, the other one...
4: That would be fun. That would be fun. Yeah, and the Krampus be. was born.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and thus, Merry Krampus to, all, and to <laughs> all. A scary night. All right. So this is our Christmas special, so we're just going to have fun today. And if we don't have a guest, we're just going to be talking about all kinds of things Christmassy. But before we do all that, I got to make sure that we do our... <gasps> Oh, my God, it's Mail Well, we got some mail from our patrons. We love you. Yes, love we you. do. <clears throat> Let me load that up here. Come on, Paige. Our first one is from our patron, Adrian.
4: Whoop, whoop. Love you, oh. Adrian.
3: Says, hi, everyone. Just finished listening to the latest episode and loved it. The Fox parody was great. <laughs> and the behind the scene discussion about the uh, it at the start was interesting. Christina's top 10 reminded me of an older podcast episode that I have recommended <clears throat> to you if you haven't already heard it. The Sawbones Podcast did a Christmas episode a few <laughs> years back where Sydney, a doctor, went through the home-alone injuries and uh, tells you the, what would actually happen. <gasps>
1: that's that actually be an so awesome amazing. I saw
3: a video about that those 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 injuries are pretty horrific actually.
4: I know right yeah oh, it's amazing
3: <laughs> last <laughs> week you mentioned possibly requesting a topic for uh Uh, possibly requesting a topic for you to cover as I'm working my way through your back catalog oh god (laughs) don't do that I know you don't recommend it but (laughs) I still enjoy it Uh, I'm not sure of everything you've covered however my interests are mainly the environment currently studying a second degree environmental science music gaming both video and hobby board games
4: oh fuck we love
1: you so much you are board games all the way board games video games we have like 50 of them like come up here we can have a game night it's all good (laughs) Game weekend
3: The the other thing That could be covered Is uh, illness and religion I am currently In the process Of being diagnosed With fibromyalgia Mm. Having suffered With chronic pain For the last decade Mm I'm so sorry to hear that Mm. Uh, With all the pain uh, This has also led To depression and anxiety And as you start to wonder If you did something To deserve this With all the religious ideas Of punishment Karma and so forth I could totally understand That too
4: Yeah I can This is totally discussion We have to have Yeah because I
3: I I... No I think you agree I think it's a a, a good topic Yeah Yeah. The other aspect Of people attributing uh, uh, medical intervention to God. Uh, A work colleague and friend recently had brain surgery to remove a tumor, which went great. However, some of the first responses to the news were people thanking (laughs) God until I stepped in and thanked the surgeon who actually did the operation.
1: Good for you, Adrian. Mm -hmm. If you're going to thank God, at least thank the surgeon first. Like, (laughs) thank all the people that were
3: actually in that room first. Exactly. Because Jesus is not happy. You just put a tumor in there. Right? right? He's the
4: (laughs) fucking asshole who put that there if he's really the magician who's doing everything right
3: anyway sorry for the blathering just wanted to send some uh, mail as uh, Christina always sounds so happy when you get mail <laughs> <laughs> also had a look at the photos on the website, and there's a distinct, a distinct lack of pets on there. Is there anything weird to see the cat occasionally mentioned in behind-the-scenes chat? <gasps> oh, uh, oh.
4: we'll, we'll have to post
1: more pictures. I, I think we need to update the website with some new photos and with all of the additional pets that are now part of
3: the show. Yeah, yeah the, 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 the cat is a kind of a recent addition oh, also to the whole amazing, thing. So, she's She's a stray we found outside, and my girlfriend picked her up and everything and kind of coaxed her with a blanket at first, and, you know, so she was just an abandoned cat, and now she's... We're not sure if we're calling her Whiskers or Miss Mew. One I, like Mew. <laughs> I like Miss
1: Mew. I like Miss Mew. Listeners, too. tell us.
3: Whiskers or Miss Mew? There we go. Yeah. What name? <laughs> okay, and another one from our, uh, our, our, also our friend Freethinker215 and Groundskeeper Willie supports Humanist International. He likes to change his name a lot. <laughs> Says, good evening. My most recent patron user profile change and name change is Groundskeeper Willie. The bi-weekly charity this time is Humanist International. Paraphrase from their website. <clears throat> Uh, H.I. is a global representative body of the humanist movement, united to diversify in, of non-religious organization individual. They work to build support and represent the global humanist movement, defend human rights, particularly those of non-religious people, and promote humanist values worldwide. They want everyone to give... Uh, to live a life of dignity in a world where universal human rights are respected and protected, and where uh, states uphold sacralism. Now we can't we can't disagree with that, obviously. Um, you know, a lot of people. It's an atheist show, but in reality, atheism is not really a label you can usually use to describe yourself because yep. it's only one response to one answer.
4: You can have asshole atheists.
3: <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, uh, if if you des- to describe our worldview, we are humanists after all. Mm-hmm. We're humanists. It's just atheism just answers one question essentially. Um... Uh, Groundskeeper Willie is one of the few foreign born Simpson characters. He has an iconic Scottish accent, so he surely does. A fiery oh, yes. temper and drinking prom. Yep. He serves as Groundskeeper General for Springfield Elementary School. He had great animosity with his boss, Principal Skinner, and expresses his disdain in many episodes. Willie gets paid very little and underappreciated uh, by almost everyone. He also wants you to support Humanist International. There we go. <laughs> hashtag Humanist International, hashtag Groundskeeper Willie and The Simpsons. Perfect. Nice. Thank you so much, Freethinker215. Really <laughs> appreciate that. Okay, so today we're going to just going to be talking about everything Christmas. So there
4: is so much to talk about when Christmas is involved.
3: So, so let's put some, you know, Christmas music in the background.
4: <gasps> it better be good Christmas music. No freaking Michael Boublier. What's wrong with Michael Bublé?
1: <sighs> I hate him so
3: much. Does he have a Christmas song? I don't know. He has uh, so
4: many Christmas songs. <laughs> to be
1: fair, his Christmas albums are kind of hit and miss.
3: Matt I don't King
4: know. Cole... All the way. It's interesting.
3: Mm. It's interesting how all these artists, as soon as they come through the the, the, the background, they all always, always have a Christmas album. It's almost like a rite of passage. Mm-hmm.
4: You know what i also has a oh, stellar oh. Christmas album.
3: Yes, Pentatonix is amazing. Christmas and they have albums. some
4: original songs that are just mm, is it
3: a my form of favorite? bread? What was it no, Seth no, Pentatonix,
1: sorry.
4: Amazing a <laughs> cappella. <laughs>
0: what, was, what was that, that um, instrumental musical group? Uh, steam something steam. I can't remember I'll I'll remember it's it's almost like a German name of one time but they were fabulous Mm. can't
1: remember
4: also my one of my personal since we're starting out with Christmas music yeah
1: Yeah. (laughs) first topic of
3: conversation
4: my personal favorite is um, the Trans-Siberian Orchestra Oh
3: yeah the Trans-Siberian Orchestra
4: they have some of the best Christmas music because it is orchestra with freaking bass guitar. Oh,
3: oh wow. it is
4: a and they also they have also Halloween music Sweet. that is amazing. It is pretty. Their music is just huh. amazing.
3: No, it, it's kind of it's kind of funny because it, this is not Christmasy at all. But you know, I I, I was listening the other day to uh, uh, the Russian national anthem, which I have no idea what they're saying because I, can, I don't speak Russian, right? Really? But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but sung by the uh, the uh, the Red Army. Choir? Mm-hmm. It is such a powerful piece of music. I was
0: going to say powerful. It yeah. is
3: extremely powerful. I have no idea what they say because I, I don't speak a link of Russians. But man, you, <laughs> I know
0: you can feel. You the can whole, just feel the power the behind whole that song. The force of Russia like, behind those forces. <laughs> yes, I absolutely. feel like that's
1: when you have like good music is when you can feel it, even if it's in another language. When yeah. you can feel it. Yeah, mm-hmm.
3: yeah, exactly. makes our national anthem. Can't it a bit. <laughs> yeah, at
1: least that's, we have democracy and aren't. No, no, no.
3: People. Yeah, we're not. We're not talking politics of For Russia their, here. But, you know. (laughs) That's
1: why. On that note of like powerful music and a little bit away from Christmas again. Like when I made a post recently on Facebook about the video game music and when it's really good, especially when it's good battle music, it's like makes it so much better. How could
4: you go away from Christmas, Kirsten? I can't believe you do this. Kevin started it. (laughs) Kevin,
3: how could you? Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't (laughs) (laughs) Uh, mad that they canceled This is the season. That's uh, been a tradition for most of us here in North America anyway for a long time and mm-hmm. in here, Boston. So what does Christmas mean to you? Who wants to take that on?
4: Oh, it's so complicated. Because growing up, Christmas, like, it was always about, like, family.
1: Well, first of all, it started in October.
4: Okay, yeah, but we were a unique <laughs> case. <laughs> Christmas always started October 1st. Because we had over forty-five thousand Christmas lights to put up. <laughs> it was a a chore, but we loved it. We gotta climb trees and go in perilous ledges of the roof. But, She's not um, joking. Yeah. <laughs> but it was always about family and also presents. <laughs> and I hated the presents because it, it was such a popularity contest. Internally, it felt that way. And I did not like it. But I loved the family.
2: Mm.
4: Yeah. Huh. I don't want to steal all of this talking time. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. No, it is, com- it is
0: complicated. And it's yeah. tough to articulate, you know, the parts that you like and separate mm. them from the parts that you don't because they kind of become a mashup mm. after a while.
4: I, I think the one thing, now that I'm older, that is frustrating is feeling like you have to visit your family at christmas yeah <laughs> because my family at least my like close not not close in like pers- immediate relationship but like close as in like blood relatives mm-hmm. like my parents this is, i'm talking about my parents <laughs> i don't want to see them nope. they will ruin the holiday they will make me want to just curl up and not do anything so, like, finding that balance of creating my own circle of family that keeps the holiday happy is, is a really important thing for me right now. And to figure out, like, okay, if I have to interact with some family, like, okay, what are my boundaries? Mm-hmm. How am I going to keep this, like, um, how am I going to keep this a positive experience? And so it's actually really funny because I've actually sat down (laughs) and done like a list of like, okay, these are the behaviors that are okay. These are the behaviors that are worrying. These are the behaviors that if someone does it, I am never talking to them. I'm just going to walk away (laughs) and say, (laughs) leave me alone. (laughs) And having that going into family functions has actually made me a lot more confident because I. I don't feel like I'm going in unprepared and I'm going I don't feel like I'm going into an environment that in the past has been toxic.
1: Yeah, you're going in and you're saying, "Okay, these I know these are okay. I know these are kind of worrying and I know these are absolutely not okay and I know like I've written this down and I can refer back yeah. to that and like And
4: especially for people who Christmas is not a good time of year because a lot of people had shitty Christmases. Oh yeah. Especially if, especially for people in the states right now where with the impeachment and that's probably gonna be a massive topic of conversation. Yeah. Especially if your family is Republican or conservative in any way and you're a progressive or liberal, that's gonna be super contentious. I'm figuring doing out Christmas. Figuring out beforehand, okay, what am I going to do if this subject's brought up? To do I have the emotional energy to delve into that conversation? Mm-hmm. Or do I just want to put some headphones in and listen to a relaxing podcast that's going to take me to my happy place? <laughs> Let's just hope people who you
0: know are hosting those kinds of Christmas events were to suck it up and say to themselves, Christmas is for children. Oh and my gosh, yes. Kids. Yeah, an, a, an environment where the kids are happy and they're not unwrapping presents with the word
4: impeachment going over <laughs> their heads like a fusillade. Of OK, bullets. but if someone doesn't to their super Republican family. Like older people, at least if one person doesn't write happy impeachment.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Is it happy impeachment or merry impeachment? We're not sure.
4: That's the discussion.
0: (laughs) Fingers crossed that there are more people of of goodwill, you know, that will will uh. restrain themselves and 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 celebrate the holiday the way it was intended mm-hmm. well if you're religious it's intended one yeah. way if you're santa claus oriented it's another but either they, way yes. it's the goodwill of the yeah. season that comes through mm-hmm. do
3: you feel that you know american neighbors uh, what's different about our, our holiday season and, and our american neighbors is we celebrate thanksgiving much earlier we mm-hmm. celebrate in october They have Thanksgiving, November, Christmas right after. So you already have the stress of family politics and Thanksgiving. Yeah. Do you think that carries over Christmas? I think The thing
4: (laughs) is, is that from hearing a lot of what Americans do, is they get together as a family Mm -hmm. on Thanksgiving. And then a lot of Americans will do the Christmas as they're just like the married couple with their kids. They'll do a smaller Christmas, some people, and then they won't necessarily... See a large amount of family on Christmas. Mm. Okay. For, for some families.
3: I, Spe- get, I gotta say, also out there to uh, everybody listening to the show, um, you have to remember, you know, family is means something very different when you're a child. Oh my and God. It means something yes. very different as well when you're an adult. Yes. Um, uh, as far as I'm concerned, I, I don't have a good relationship with my blood family. <laughs> Uh, And most of my family's back east, so I don't really get to see them at all. And the few ones that are here with me in in the West, we're not really, we're estranged. Um, Family becomes uh, who you feel is family at some point in your life. Mm -hmm. Uh, And although I I, I hate to say this, but I don't think people should be afraid to cut out of their lives people that are family, Mm -hmm. blood family, but they're toxic to them nonetheless. That's
1: what I did.
3: Yeah. And that's that's what I think we all did here. (laughs) That's why we're all adoptive kids of Nancy now.
1: Right? She's so. yeah. <laughs> the best mom. And, like, <laughs> in that, like, I know this year, I think Christina and I are spending more t- Christmas time with, like, friends than actual, like, yeah. relatives.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
4: And I think that's something our society as a whole needs to get better at. Because so many people are like, oh, well, you have to, like, just, you have to spend time with your family. They love you. Yeah. Like, you're, like, especially with, like, moms... And it's just like, oh, your mom, like, is the person who loves you the most in the world. No. <laughs> no.
3: no. <laughs> well, yeah, it depends on the mom, obviously.
4: Well, exactly. It's yeah. it's it's so inherently biased towards good parents. And, like, it's, it almost shames people who don't have a good relationship with their parent. Especially if you're the kid. It makes you feel like you have to make that relationship work.
3: I can I can understand some of it to some extent because it's almost like okay let's let's give it a shot let's put our, we'll put our guns down if you wish for, mm. for, for lack of a better metaphor here and let's just you know celebrate Christmas as you know dignified people know that but you know uh, what happens after is you know It'll, can can we wipe the slate mm-hmm. clean at Christmas and, and start and I over think,
4: Yeah, I think that's why having those ground boundaries is really important like okay this is what I will accept mm-hmm. this is my line that I will not cross if you come if you if you do this action then I that is not okay and I'm leaving you know this is such an interesting conversation
0: because when when you think about commercial Christmas or religious Christmas or whatever, we're looking at a world that is decorated with all kinds of festive stuff, you Mm -hmm. know, the the decorations, the Christmas tree, the, uh, the presents, and all of this jolly, jolly stuff, and what we're Bringing out in this conversation Is the underlying stress and Toxicity (laughs) Mm, that is kind Of you know putting A pall on all of the The decorations that are on The surface and I don't know whether or not There is that much toxicity In terms of um, People having either bad memories When they were children or now being Forced to get together because It's the family mm -hmm. thing to do I'm I'm glad we're having it But I'm just wondering whether yeah. Sure we're putting more weight on the negativity under not that I want to be a Pollyanna about it (laughs) but there are some people who say okay my family wasn't the greatest but you know look at how beautiful everything is and maybe Mm -hmm. I can just take some joy in where I am now and what I've overcome and how I'm able to handle it or those people that did have good relationships think you know I don't have the kind of Christmas I had as a kid but I'm glad there's still some of this festivity Mm -hmm. in the World, despite the fact, even in Canada and in the U.S., that there are the the conservative liberal yeah. um, uh, roadblocks mm-hmm. in, in I can, conversation. I can
1: bring kind of a happy medium to that without yeah. the politics because yeah. I don't have a political family. <laughs> but um,
4: I have a crazy political
1: as <laughs> especially like last year was the first Christmas after my grandpa had passed away yeah. and. As I don't know if our listeners know, but after that, I've had a pretty rocky relationship with my mother, and I've pretty much kind of stopped all contact with mm-hmm. her, um, and my birthday is earlier in December, and she did send me a birthday text. I, did, I chose not to respond because I don't want to start that conversation, and I know it's going to come up probably this year at Christmas again, mm-hmm. and it is... I don't get along well with my mother, despite her wanting that, but... I also but I get along really well with like my grandma and my uncle and like Christina's going to come over as well so like I am just because I don't get along with my mother even though my grandma has like offered to have that like you you don't have no she's basically said like you know you don't have to come if you don't want to and I'm like no 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 last year I was very much like I'm not letting my mother chase me out of my own home and very much like I will be there. I know I can be civil, and if I don't want to talk to her, I don't have to. Like, I don't have to get into those deep conversations, even though there's so few people there.
3: Yeah, I mean, there's a whole bunch of things you can... I mean, sometimes I, I, it feels a bit like that humanity made me is hypocritical when it comes to Christmas you know Uh, we go to places that we don't necessarily want to go but we just feel pressured to do so Mm -hmm. Uh, you don't have to there's a a myriad of things you can do to feel better about yourself during the holidays Um, for example you can always volunteer volunteer for a food show or something like that that is a great great experience I've done that in in the past myself Or
1: like we're doing Christmas with some friends we're doing like a little um, what we do is it's white it's white elephant but I don't don't think it's actually white elephant because these aren't gag gifts they're actual gifts but you, everyone gets something with under the price limit, and then you'll wrap them all up, and then you pick one, and you can either steal from somebody yeah. or pick one. Yeah, yeah. That's what we've started kind of doing, and my friend Allie is also doing um, a bread mist, where everyone brings a food that has some sort of bread, whether it has bread crumbs, it can be a dessert, savory, like just anything.
3: Gonna, just going to bring toast. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, uh, a couple of years ago, uh, well, several years ago, I, I actually tried to do a, a, a Christmas, because I, I was having nobody for Christmas. You know, I was by myself for, for the Christmas, so Aww. I tried to do a, a Christmas for the strays, you know? And, and <laughs> I tried to organize that. And to my incredible surprise, uh, people that were all go- going home for it kind of backed out at the last minute. Oh, come on, guys. They, no, but they backed out, and I found out later they backed out out of shame. They would rather spend Christmas alone than to admit that they were alone at Christmas. That really? Day. And I thought, I thought that was so sad.
1: Okay, I'm yeah. just going to say this. If you, like, if you're alone, whether it's because you don't want to see your family, you don't have any family close by, or whatever the reason is, if you just want to spend Christmas by yourself, that's totally fine. If you just want to do something with a couple of friends, or with, like, one friend, or even do nothing, that is totally okay. Yeah. Do whatever you want to do it's it really is kind of just a day yeah. yeah I think you need to pull out you know something that makes you feel good
0: um, not, and, and something that helps you rise above yeah. whatever negativity it is because you can't wrap yourself up in in the negative parts of it and expect that you're you know that you're going to be able to function exactly as a it's as a, um, a productive you know healthy individual you've got to find you've got to find something i know when i was a kid i had the best christmases and growing up with my children we had the best christmases and i miss them and it's more of a nostalgia with me of missing mm-hmm. you know the, the 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 family that we really loved and we all got along yeah. and it was it was great what i do now which is so silly but it's so much fun <laughs> maybe not fun for everybody but in this Let's use the word toxicity when we're looking at the impeachment, when we're looking at, at Trump, when we're looking all at all these things that's in, the, in the world. And, you know, there's just so much CNN and MSNBC <laughs> and, you know, sheer yeah. you know, cutting. The, so what I've been doing, believe it or not, is watching the Hallmark Christmas movies. <laughs> they are so stupid.
2: They are so...
0: Predictable? Funny. They are so predictable. You know, yeah. there's the family, you know, there's the mother who's got the child whose dad died. Yeah. Or there's the dad who's, whose wife died. And then there's, you know, there's so much hot chocolate and Christmas and they, they're all filled with gorgeous And they're people. all filmed in Mission. It's like, yeah.
1: choose one from each category and there's your Hallmark Christmas movie. And it,
0: they're all exactly the same there's always the friend that sits down with the the lead woman or man and says you need to tell him how you feel oh, You <laughs> don't know, forget and then there's always the misunderstanding hug yep. between the other i mean and it's just they are so lovely and so fantasy they're like children yeah <laughs> they're like children's Christmas yep. stories. Oh. So if you really feel and you want something really stupid, try one. They're just, they're just. And, and have or you could hot, watch The Witcher. And, and, and make some hot chocolate with marshmallows in it because that'll really get you in, in oh. the mood. But you have to do something, you know, to elevate yourself. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, if there's nostalgia that you miss and that you really love, Go ahead, drink it in, and don't feel don't mm-hmm, feel totally. guilty. Yeah, yeah exactly. give yourself a little smile, yeah. a little yeah. hug, well, you know, and then and then go on. Don't face the new mm-hmm. year thinking, oh crap, I'm so well, glad I worked my way through this Christmas. One, I'm,
3: I'm going to interrupt here and you no. keep, keep keep you your best Christmas uh, memory for later because right now I gave Nancy the week off because we're going to do a top ten. I'm going to do a top ten. <gasps>
1: oh my goodness! Whoa, goodness. Whoa, well,
3: we're going to do a top ten of this is by Forbes magazine, the top ten of best Christmas movies
1: oh. ever.
4: Oh. Oh, Home Alone better be on there.
3: Well, you'll see.
4: Just saying.
3: So this is from Forbes magazines, like I said, so whether or not you agree with them, that's really up to you. I
1: probably won't. (laughs) I seem to like the offshoot Christmas movies that are like not the mainstream
3: ones. (laughs) So coming in at number 10, we have the 1951 adaptation of Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol.
0: Oh, 1951, so that movie. was a black and white that's one. That's with Alistair, What's his uh, name? the old one. Uh,
3: I, it doesn't say, unfortunately. So.
0: Yeah, no, that I forgot the English. That's the yeah. English version.
1: I've actually seen the play of that.
0: The British, yeah. Is it Alistair? Um, oh, I'm, no maybe idea. not maybe not so I like I the newer
3: remember. version of that but I the animated one yeah. it was. yeah did that's you know by classic. the way I have a fact on that a funny fact yeah. on that uh, on the Christmas Carol next at number 9 is of course the 1947 original telling of Miracle on 34th Street that is, that is an favorite, actual classic
0: that's I don't think I've actually classic. seen that one. Oh, oh. you need
3: to it it's is a really so, good one
0: it is so sweet and so innocent in, in so many different ways it's just an absolutely and it, it brings you back to you know what we would we would like the fifties mm-hmm. to yep, have exactly. been Edmund Gwynn as Chris Kringle just with the cane sh- in the oh, corner there
3: that was just perfect just that was wonderful. just perfect yeah. now number eight yeah. this is actually quite surprising I never thought about it as, as a Christmas movie but it actually is it's Gremlins. Really, the original Gremlins happened at Christmas.
4: Real, I've honestly I never, never saw, seen that movie. You never? No, no.
1: Oh. Okay, we're gonna have to change that because Gremlins is like kind of a classic. That is
3: an absolute classic, the and love it, it does happen at, during the Christmas yeah. holiday season. You know? Isn't
1: that why he gets Gizmo? I, it is. I
3: think it's, 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 it's a Christmas, for Christmas gift. It's a Christmas gift, exactly.
1: Okay,
3: uh, and of course, number number seven, another pure comedy is. Uh, well, I didn't care much about it, but a lot of people really love it. Elf.
4: Oh, oh
1: my I God! Okay, there's. So let me elf. let me share my reason for my reaction to uh, Elf. Yeah. This was the I swear only movie every single teacher had in school, and do you know <laughs> how many times I have watched it? And not just in English. I have watched this movie in French too, and I am just tired of seeing it. Oh, oh I, I'm I, not.
3: I'm not a fan of Will Ferrell myself. I'm not, not a big fan. Yeah. Of it. I, I no. think he's he's more than over the top on that movie. He's mm-hmm. like, oh my yeah. god! And it's, it's not
1: that I hate it. I just am tired of seeing it.
3: Yeah, it's, but it's, uh,
1: there's so many
0: cute scenes in there when he um, when uh, what, what's her name the the uh, the, the female lead yeah. in there um, when she's taking a shower there? and they end up having the duet and they're singing and they don't realize. You know the, who the other one is. Yeah. That's so cute. I,
3: I, I, the, the, one, the part I remember the most in that movie is uh, Bob Newhart, and he, he plays he plays the older elf or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Bob Newhart. I, of course, I just yeah.
4: can't do comedies. <laughs> no. I just want to like throw something at the TV.
1: Yeah, he doesn't I, do rom com. I agree uh. with
0: what's his name, the lead, um, Will Ferrell. The, yeah, Will Ferrell. He he's over the top in so many ways, but this is the first time I remember seeing him when he was just sweet. The over-the-top you know, fits it, in this movie. It was movie. very... Um, naive and sweet oh, yeah. and, and and it came across without any um, sarcasm or parody yeah. or whatever so I, I enjoyed
4: him for that reason
3: coming in at number six is a true classic uh, The Bishop's Wife I never actually saw it oh, yeah, I
4: don't even think I've heard of Carrie this Grant. I have not yeah. heard of this movie either <laughs> yeah. it's,
3: it's an yeah. older Christmas movie a traditional Christmas movie <laughs> with, with yeah.
4: Carrie. Grant yeah. oh, oh, oh my gosh Loretta Loretta I know Young. it's going to be number one yeah. I feel like a stupid person oh, hold now hold on we're not oh, okay, there yet number
3: five of course of course the the, uh, the Christmas story, you know?
4: I don't think I've seen this either. Yeah, well, with never.
3: the BB gun and the leg lamp and you'll shoot your eye Yeah,
4: I never cared for that one. A Christmas that story. One. It was I've never seen I've it. Just, i, never I it. it's never It's not ringing any bells in my memory. I yeah. mean, yeah. I've
3: seen the leg lamp, Christmas but like, I've story. never seen the yeah. movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, That's when
4: the kid puts his tongue on the. Oh yeah, I've never seen this.
1: Yeah,
3: Yeah. I double dare you. (laughs) It's
1: one of those movies that you've probably seen a bunch of like memes or pictures or something from.
4: On a a stripper pole.
3: (laughs) 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 He's going to lick the stripper pole. Uh, This number four position is a a movie by Steven Spielberg, and I've never actually seen this. I'm not even sure if it's a war movie or not, but it's 1941. Hmm. Anybody know that movie? 1941? Is it about the that's Christmas? Christmas? yeah it's the, a, it's
4: a, in the in the middle of World War? Two? One of
3: the best Christmas films and one of the best comedies ever made as well. Apparently it's just it's comedy hmm. for grown up. Hmm. So I've never it. seen it. It'd be so interesting I don't know. to
0: give it a watch. Yeah. No, I've never huh.
3: number three, well this is uh, very popular right now. It's been popular probably, probably gonna rise for at least the ten last ten years. The Nightmare Before Christmas.
1: Yes well, yeah. I watched that actually like a few days ago. Yeah.
3: Actually that's I think it was last week.
1: Movie. Never seen it. It's great. It's really great. great. It
3: is. Okay, number two. Uh, this is a, one of those films uh, set during the Christmas season which rep- repeated reference to sort of the holiday backdrop as a counterweight, contrasting the, ver- the thematic and tonal qualities of the rest of the story. The movie's called Brazil. It's <laughs> a work of genius on every level, apparently. Uh, it's a kind of un-Christmas Christmas film about the power of imagination. So, I've
0: heard of it. I can't remember. I've, I've never even and heard of it. And this is them. where
3: this is where the debate happens a lot. The number one movie, Christmas movie on according to this list on Forbes magazine is Die Hard.
4: Die Hard. What? <laughs> yes. The number one?
3: The number one.
4: Like I agree it's a Christmas movie, but number one? Okay.
3: Are almost? This this is a list by Forbes, right? Okay, I mean,
4: Forbes, you're stupid. Why? <laughs> White Christmas isn't even what? on there? White yeah, white. Christmas how is White a- Christmas
3: Not even on there, there, there exactly. Like I said That is
4: like the most Christmassy Christmas movie yeah. you can get
3: Put your yeah. gun away it's not my list It's Forbes okay don't how, shoot the messenger How
4: can you not even have White Welcome Christmas Welcome to
1: my world
3: of finding <laughs> top ten lists That's, so, That
1: doesn't even make sense No it doesn't On, on that note uh, What are some of everyone's favorite Christmas movies That they like to watch
4: Oh, Home Alone, hands down. <laughs> oh, I'm a, I'm a miracle on I love, 34. I love watching two, the Saw year. prequel. Yeah.
1: I've got to say, for me, <laughs> top three right now, The Newer Grinch, because I actually really loved it. It, oh. it was really good. I wasn't thinking I was going to, but I really did. Um, Arthur Christmas. Fantastic. Okay, that is a
4: great one. Yeah. yeah.
1: And Klaus. Oh, yes. It's a new Netflix one. It's a Netflix original. Is that, is... is that the Krampus one? No, 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 no. no. It's animated and it Was is like... Was it
4: Netflix or Amazon Prime? No, sorry, not Amazon Prime. Uh, Disney.
1: Oh. It, it might be
4: on Disney. Not
0: that I that it matters.
4: No, so, no, no. It's on Netflix. Is it on Netflix?
1: I think. I'm pretty sure it's on... Netflix or Disney Plus. One of the two. I'm pretty sure yeah. it's Netflix.
0: <laughs> so, so Home Alone isn't on your list. It's not on mine either.
1: No.
4: I grew up with Home Alone.
0: It's yeah, been yeah, a right. long
1: time since I've watched Home Alone. But like, yeah. Klaus, we watched more recently and it's just... So wholesome. It is, it's a really, it's a really Although good I movie. will
3: challenge your, I will challenge your, your Grinch thing. I mean, th- there is nothing that beats no, the original Chuck it? Jones cartoons. I okay. don't care. I, there is nothing that can beat that cartoon.
1: The original one is a classic.
3: It's beyond classic. It okay, is, but it, the
1: new one is Benedict Cumberbatch. I,
3: it's <laughs> Boris Karloff. I don't care what Benedict Cumberbatch says. It's Boris Karloff. I will... Nancy will agree with me on this. <laughs> Boris Karloff? Really? Can you be... I mean, who else would be... A uh, Vincent Price, maybe? I mean, Benedict... <clears throat> don't get me wrong. Benedict Cumberbatch is a great actor, <laughs> but he is not the legend no. of no. Boris Karloff.
1: My reasoning for liking the newer one so much is because it makes the characters really relatable. mm it fleshes out the characters. They've modernized it, gives, it a bit. Yeah, it gives it a but lot more depth.
4: It's not cringy like the live-action one. <laughs> okay, we're not even going
1: to talk about that one. The only good thing to come of that one is when everyone dresses up like the Grinch and acts like
3: it because it's hilarious. <laughs> okay.
0: There's, there's one that bit isn't on, on that list, and it sort of came and, and went in, in, um, Fairly quickly, I, I believe it was in the 60s or 70s, called a Christmas memory, and it was um, it was originally a, a short story. You know, my my memory is coming and going here, but it was a uh, it was a beautifully done movie with Geraldine Page about a small town, a, a southern town where um, this boy's aunt was a little bit impaired, but she was very, very sweet and and Christmas meant making um, yes. making uh, <gasps> Christmas cookies or gifts or cake. For everyone, and they're distributing them, and it was a beautiful. I'm trying to think of the, like, my, the, the author's name is just <laughs> totally out of my mind. If if one of our patrons is listening, <laughs> you'll you'll know. Look it up and, and let us know. But um, it, at any rate, a Christmas memory was always high on my list,
1: and then it just disappeared. and You never see it hmm. anymore, but you can read the story. Okay, okay, okay. I have two more to add to that list. Okay, Annabelle's Wish. That's okay. a great one. It's an amazing movie. And I doubt you'll find another Christmas movie that's, like, like it, because the main character is a cow.
3: You're right. You're probably not going to find another yeah. cow movie for but Christmas. But it's,
1: it's, like, so amazingly adorable. It's one of the few movies that will actually make me cry.
3: Of course you two would love uh, cow movies. Fuck you.
1: And also, it's one of the Rudolphs, the Red-Nosed Reindeer, but it's not the one that you typically see Every year on TV with the Island of Misfit Toys, that yeah. one's great. But there's one I like better. It's the one where they have it's got the Ice Witch, and um, they actually show the reindeer games. Mm. And it's got there's a fox named Slyly, and there's a polar bear, and it's my favorite one.
3: I, I also liked the uh, Frosty the Snowman cartoon. Which one? <laughs> well, the, the original one. Yeah. You know, okay. he says Happy Birthday every time he yes. hears for some reason. <gasps> That and also, is a good we one. also forgot to mention the classic uh, a Charlie Brown Christmas. Oh yeah. That is a very classic. I haven't watched that in forever. I was I was so <laughs> this year I wanted to find myself a bit of a twig and put like in just an ornament, I have it bent oh to the ground. God. And did oh. that's the Christmas tree. I wanted to have that. But <laughs> I didn't have a chance to do it. Anyway. That's adorable. Just for fun, I've got a whole bunch of nice Christmas facts here you might be Ooh, interested. In oh,
4: interesting. Thank
0: you for the top ten, Kevin. No,
3: no problem. You deserve a day off, dear. And it's not because you have a loaded gun with you. Um, Did you guys know that the first batch of eggnog was made in Jamestown in 1607? Wow. Yeah. Uh, Did you guys know that the Christmas tree in Trafalgar Square, that's in London, is donated by Norway every year? That's As thanks awesome. for the, the British uh, help in uh, World War oh, Two, and we have the similar thing going on right here. Nova Scotia actually sends a tree to Boston, right here in, in, really? in, in the United States uh, since 1918, right. and that's for thanks because of the 1917 Halifax explosion. Huh. No
4: idea what that is.
3: You don't. No, oh, you got to brush up on <laughs> your history. They had this—they had this huge ship that exploded in, in Halifax, devastated half the town. Oh shit! Tons Damn. of people died. Yeah.
1: Shit.
3: Yeah, it was like a really like one of the biggest emergencies we ever had in the country.
1: That's that's uh, wow. really real nasty.
3: Um, apparently the the the, the Christmas uh, wreath uh, is supposed to be <laughs> represent the Jesus crown of thorns. <laughs> apparently, uh, did you guys also know that in Poland spider webs are Christmas decorations? Decor- decor- awesome. Uh, spiders are considered uh, symbols of prosperity in Poland.
4: But you have you, a warm house. Um, no. yeah, yeah, come inside.
1: <laughs> but can you imagine like a spider web if it's well not inside but outside, and then like the water freezes on it, and how yeah, pretty it is if nice. the sun
3: hits it. Uh, did you guys know that tinsel was invented in
1: 1610
3: in Germany, <laughs> and it actually used to be made of real silver?
1: Holy shit! Damn. Yeah. Now let's uh, speaking of tinsel, let's talk about all the '90s kids that have the picture of that tree where you
3: all you see is tinsel. <laughs> <Yes. laughs>
1: we never got to do that. I have one of
3: those trees, and, and then it was vacuuming that up after. <laughs> Are
1: you kidding? That shit no. never goes my, away. My aunt had very strict oh, themes no. to her trees. <laughs> okay, yeah, she did.
3: <laughs> You guys know that uh, White Christmas, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, Winter Wonderland, Oh, Holy Night, I'll Be Home for Christmas, all written by Jews.
0: Yes, we did that as a as yeah. top as a Christmas story a couple years ago. Yes, we did. We did.
3: Uh, you know, rocking around the Christmas tree.
0: Yeah. Yep. That little
3: song that was sung by Brenda Lee, and yep. she was only thirteen at the time mm-hmm. she really? sang that, that mm-hmm. song. Oh
0: wow! Yeah. I have no idea who that is. That's a good song. Oh, she's a she's a country <laughs> sort of a country. western. Well, that, that's so, why. I don't you, know who she is <laughs> if you if you ever hear her voice, it's so it's like Dolly Parton's voice. It's I mean, it's distinct. not like, but it's so recognizable mm-hmm. that the minute you hear it, you know it has to be Brenda it can't be anybody else
3: now you guys have heard the Norad tracks Santa yes. yep. what you guys might not know is that was actually a misprint in mm-hmm. 1955, there was a Sears ad, and they said to, uh, to the kids to call Santa, but they printed the wrong mm-hmm. number. The okay. number they called was NORAD. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the Colonel, Colonel Shoup, actually, was his name, ordered the staff to give children updates and flight coordinates, mm-hmm. and it's been going on ever since. That's kind of, a, like, that's adorable. It is. Like, a
1: love I love story. That yeah. was, like, that's one of the things that you look forward to if you're working there, like, every year. Like, that's one of the things you can really look forward to, is like, <gasps> Like, it's Christmas time, you have to track Santa. <laughs> yeah, like, that's, that's adorable.
3: Right. Did you guys know that Nova Scotia is a leading exporter of Christmas trees worldwide? Wow. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, did you guys know there's 28 sets of Lego sold every second yeah, I'm not during surprised. the Christmas season? Wow. Now, 28, 28, 28.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> like, now, I wonder, God. with the n- newer and and coming Playmobil, how that is going to affect Lego
3: sales. That's a good question. Um, the the song "Jingle Bells" was composed by James Pierpont, and it was not actually for a Christmas song. It was actually invented or composed for Thanksgiving.
2: Hmm.
3: That's interesting. Yeah. Uh, the biggest Christmas gift ever was actually the Statue of Liberty. The Statue yeah. of Liberty was yeah. a Christmas gift in 1886. It weighs 225 tons top that yeah. no. <laughs> did you guys know that more than 3 billion cards in the US alone are sent every year for Christmas
4: huh, that's a lot that's insane Yep.
3: Yeah. and uh, speaking of Hallmark cards the first Hallmark Christmas cards first appeared in 1915 damn yeah alright so that's enough for Christmas facts for now you, you have what
0: I have a segment. You have a segment? Go ahead. Do your segment. Are you ready for a segment?
3: Do your segment.
0: Oh, all right. We're talking Christmas, but this year, starting on the 22nd, there's another lovely holiday that comes along that is uh, going to be... Can you, can you think of uh, before I tell you it
3: would be can, Hanukkah by yeah, years.
0: you got it so I think we need to bring Hanukkah into this because, totally yeah it's a it's a huge celebration it, it, it became a huge celebration it didn't start out as one but I thought it would be fun to go over some Hanukkah facts sure for those Sounds of us who idea. are either Jewish or married to somebody who's Jewish or we know somebody who's Jewish or whatever and they'd kind of like to get into the swing of Hanukkah along with the with their Jewish friends. So here we go. Um, According to Jewish custom, it was a minor Jewish festival, Um, but today it really ranks uh, with the, with the ones that are, are the, the the more major ones like Passover. And it's also a really beloved holiday because it's full of light and joy and family celebration. parallels what goes on during, uh, during Christmas with, with families as well. So Hanukkah, which is also known as the Festival of Lights, is not mentioned in the Bible, that, but it is a historical event uh, that the celebration is based on, and it's recorded in Maccabees 1 and 2, um, and in two books contained later on, uh, known as the Apocrypha. So the, the, the basis of Hanukkah is in the year 168 before the Common Era. And it started out when the Syrian king Antiochus um, Antiochus sent his soldiers to Jerusalem, and the Syrians desecrated the temple, which was the holiest place for the Jews at that time.
3: Darn Syrians!
0: Yeah, so he also abolished Judaism, outlawing the observance of Shabbat, which is the, the Sabbath, and the festivals as well as circumcision. So altars and idols were set up for the worship of Greek gods, and he offered the Jews two options. Conversion or death, which wasn't a pretty yeah. It was a very
3: common thing to happen at the time. Yeah, and some
0: did convert Convert or die. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, and some did some did did convert. um, But there was also a third option, which was rebellion, and I'll get into that in a minute. So on the twenty-fifth day of the Hebrew month of Kislev in one sixty-eight B.C.E., the temple was renamed for the Greek god Zeus. And the Jewish resistance movement, led by a family known as the Hasmoneans or Maccabees, developed against the cruelty of Antiochus. So the head of that family was Mattathias. He was an older man, and although he was a fabulously intelligent one and was good at strategy, he really couldn't participate in the resistance physically. So his son Judah became the chief strategist and military leader of the resistance. So mm. his Mattathias helped him with this, but Judah ended up to be the uh, the shining star of the resistance movement, and even though the Jews were outnumbered, Judah Maccabee and his fighters won two major battles and finally routed the Syrians, and they took over the um, the the temple. So the, the overwhelming odds. This was absolutely wonderful to have taken back the the temple, and um, so the other themes, other than taking back the temple. Um, in in commemorating Hanukkah in the present include the refusal to submit to religious demands of an empire, uh, practicing idolatry, the struggle against assimilation, and the, the, uh, the, the fight against losing Jewish identity. So there's a lot of still of that resistance feeling and standing up to um, to anybody that tries to um, to want to get rid of the Jewish people and march them into the sea forever. So Hanukkah, which means dedication, um, is one that is celebrated. Um, and the, the reason for the celebration is that when the Jews took over the temple, um, there was only enough oil in the um, in the small jar to be able to light the temple for one day, and they sent a, um, a messenger out to bring some back so that they could have the, the light in the temple. but. A miracle happened, and this is—did it happen? Did it not happen? But it's a—it's a lovely part of. of so hold on, hold
3: on a second, Nancy. So, yeah. so the the for the Jewish tradition, the what? light in the temple is supposed to represent the presence of the, their God, right?
0: No, the the temple—it's it, a miracle itself. That they had enough oil.
3: No, but when they light up the, the, the little up, lamp. Right. What does the lamp represent?
0: menorah. The, the menorah represents a, a miracle that happened. Oh, okay. And of course, if God is at the, at, the, uh, at, the, at the base of everything, so there was a lot of thanking God. Okay. Yeah, so it is the fact that the, the, the oil lasted for eight days. And it was only supposed to, to be last there for, for one. Yeah,
3: for, for one day. Okay, well, I was under the impression that the, the little lamp they have represents God's presence in the temple. That's why the eight day was like he was there for eight days because God needs a vacation too, right? Yeah, I I mean, guess after eight right. days you get poop, right?
0: Yeah, I mean you can you can say God's presence <laughs> and God brought the miracle about. Yeah, ab- absolutely. Um, but you know, just the the. Um, um, the, the, the rabbis, um, you know, in, in, the, in the Talmud and so forth, you know, talk about that, that aspect of it. So yeah, I guess in a, in a way you're right, hadn't thought about that exact, you know, underpinning of the, of the belief. But today, Hanukkah is celebrated with the menorah, which actually has nine branches. If you look at it, there are nine. There are um, the, the eight, four on one side, four on the other and then the middle candle is called the shamash and that is the the candle that lights all of the others yeah. so hanukkah starts on the 22nd and it's a family celebration more than one that is celebrated in the in the temples and what happens um, just at twilight because that's the time that the light is most um, most visible and Jewish families want to put the menorah somewhere near a window so they can spread the light or whatever and they say the blessings they light the shamash candle and then starting from right to left because that's how Hebrew is the first night they say the blessing and they light the candle on, on the right hand mm-hmm. side and it really is a beautiful ceremony the family gathers around and and uh, light the candles, the children uh, learn the prayers, the children can participate in that, or they can light their own
3: Oh, I'm surprised. I thought the menorah only had seven branches. I didn't think it was nine. No,
0: no, there's not. There's you learn something side. every day. Yeah, four on one side, four on the other, and then, then the one in, in the middle. And so the um, Hanukkah then lasts for the eight the eight the eight nights <clears throat> excuse me so they they say the blessings the children do theirs and um, it, 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 you don't blow the candles out they go down on on their own oh
3: you let them burn out
0: Yeah, you, you oh. let them burn out because that's part of the natural you don't want to do anything to impede you know the, yeah. the, the light
3: I mean God means eight daisies pooped up and you don't want to piss them off. yeah
0: so the the um, <laughs> So the lovely thing about it for, uh, for children is that they get a present for each day of Hanukkah. That's one of the, the wonderful things. And that's sort of the reason that Hanukkah has become a much more prevalent holiday uh, for Jews is because Jewish kids kept watching their Christian you know, um, and secular neighbor kids get all these gifts, and what did they have? So in the 20th century, Hanukkah, you know, became much more of a a holiday so that the kids wouldn't feel, you know, as they were being Hmm. uh, discriminated against, they're not getting any any presents. So they get eight presents, usually one or two of them are the the good ones, the big ones, and then the rest, socks, toothbrushes, you know, candy, you know, things like that. The little stuff. Yeah, so it's a lot of fun. You um, can just
3: see their faces. They get Greek one, two presents, and then they get a toothbrush.
0: A t- how about how to yeah, disappoint
3: but, a kid? Yeah, but
0: it's funny. <laughs> you know, they're, they're well, it's of...
3: funny for the adults, I'm sure.
0: Yeah, it's it's, it's funny, um, and uh, there there are games that are played. There are Hanukkah games that are only play at Hanukkah. Maybe you've seen in some of the decorations or in some of the Happy Hanukkah. Um, uh, 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 posters that can be put up or advertisements you see this little uh, top called a dreidel Dreidel. yeah and so the kids play the dreidel game and there's music that goes along with it and there's a hebrew letter that is on each side of the of the dreidel and the letters put together mean uh, a miracle happened here but the kids um and adults join in too they spin the dreidel and they have little candies that look like gold coins, and they—it's like a—it's a, 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 um, like a gambling game. You—you yeah. you put your 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 guilt, your money, and then I will bet
3: de- you one chocolate bar and raise and you a candy.
0: There you go. So depending on what letter comes up on the dreidel, you either take nothing, you take everything, you take half, or you put one. You put one in, so that's a lot of fun. The best part of, of Hanukkah is the food. Um, they're potato pancakes called latkes. Anybody have? Mm, yes, anybody yes, have? those are good. Yeah, Hanukkah. little
3: green onions in them too.
0: Yeah. Oh, they're good and applesauce and. That uh, sounds
1: so good. Yeah, and sour
0: cream or whatever you want. So it's a really lovely, wonderful holiday. Um, Depending on where you live, um, you see more evidence of Happy Hanukkah. You know, um, then then you do other places, mm-hmm. but uh, up here you don't you don't hear people say you know Merry Christmas and Happy Hanukkah. No. as much. Uh, I just say Happy Holidays, or happy <laughs> holidays? We, we,
3: we <laughs> don't <laughs> have a strong Jewish population here in Canada. We yeah, I mean, it's not like New York or something. Right? Yeah,
0: interesting enough. When I was a kid, my family was not very religious. The grandparents were. They became less so as they got older, but we always celebrated Christmas. I didn't even realize Christmas was a religious holiday until I, I don't know it was in fourth or fifth grade because it was all Santa Claus and you know elves and snowmen and mm-hmm. so forth. so we had the Christmas Eve and and all of the Christmas presents and it wasn't until later that I realized oh we're Jewish we got other things we had other <laughs> stuff. But, um, so anyway, to all of our Jewish friends or those who came from Jewish families, happy Hanukkah. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Mm -hmm. All
3: right. Guys, give me your your best Christmas memory.
4: Oh my God, there are too many.
3: Well, okay, give me your favorite at least.
4: Um. Do you need a second to think on that? We can't
3: can't keep the show going for three hours. Okay,
4: uh, probably sitting in the chair next to the main Christmas tree with my favorite cousin. And just, just listening to podcasts. Well, actually, we were listening to music at that time. How, we were like how old 12. were you
3: then? Oh, 12. Okay.
4: Uh, maybe younger even.
1: No, uh, probably around 12.
3: Excellent. Yeah. Cool. What about you, Christmas?
1: I would say probably one of the most memorable Christmases that we have is the Christmas that... The only one that I recall, The Power Going Out.
3: Oh, okay. That Candle- Christmas by candlelight. would be fun. Yeah. Pretty
1: much, except... One of the big things that my aunt sent me was a box, like full set of a TV show. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So it you just
4: st- sat there taunting you. Like, well, watch me, Kirsten, watch see, me.
1: <laughs> Grandpa had a generator, so Oh right, we
4: we lived in the country, we always had generators.
3: Nancy, of course, is her first Christmas assassination. We remember yes. that story. <laughs> yes,
0: yeah, yeah. Actually, course. I mean, I had fabulous Christmases uh, as a good Christmases as a child, and then my kids and our extended family. We had a Catholic part of the family and a Jewish part of the family, and we'd all got together and had just a, a wonderful, wonderful day. We always did look forward to it all year long. But the, the memory that that I really like is that my mother-in-law, uh, who was Italian. Um, would send, every every Christmas she'd send us a box of Italian cookies called Cucidati cookies. That sounds and amazing. Cucidati cookies would come in the mail and this is before plastic peanuts and they would be packed with popcorn. Oh. And we all, we were looking forward to the box of cuchadati cookies and open them up. And they were so good. They're, they're, like a, <clears throat> they're like a pastry and inside are like dates and nuts and cinnamon. Mm. And um, nice. it's a very dense cookie. And I think it's my favorite memory because as of this year, my daughter still makes coochie cookies oh and gosh. mails them to everybody.
3: Does she still and use the, the popcorn to mail? She
0: she doesn't send the popcorn. <laughs> doesn't send the popcorn. <laughs> I think she does. <laughs> but I get. But every year, she she says, "This is my last year. I'm not doing the coochie anymore." And <laughs> she keeps and doing then them? She keeps keeps doing it, and it's like
3: you need to make a batch of coochie for us, Nancy. Uh,
0: yeah, it, it. And every year, it's like you open the box. Huh. And it just brings back everybody and everything. Yeah. It's such a warm feeling.
3: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. My, my uh, best Christmas memory is uh, we used to, being, being French, we used to celebrate Christmas differently than most of you guys have. So, you know, you guys go to bed and you wake up Christmas morning on the 25th. Uh, we didn't do oh, that. Oh, yes. We did what they called the réveillon, which is we'd wake up, the parents would wake you up at midnight on the 24th, you know, from the 24th to the 25th. They wake up at midnight. This is when you go downstairs, unwrap the gifts, and then there's, like, a meal after that. And so by the time it's, like, 3 a.m., you're, like, stuffed and not played and whatever, you're going back to bed. Uh, But after that, after we did the Christmas, you know, traditional Christmas at home, we would go to Grandma's place. At Grandma's place, she used to, she used to live in Venue and all that, and all the uncles and aunts would, and It was a tiny place, but man, was it packed with people. It was, like, hard to move. And my Uncle Ray would always make up this thing where one of the uh, adult men would sneak out the door and dress up as Santa. And this is, of course, in Quebec, so it's snowing, right? And he would pick up the phone... And he'd be talking to Santa on the phone. and say, oh, yeah, oh, you're coming down the street. And, oh, oh my God. So we, we would all rush to the window. And, <gasps> God damn it, here he is coming down the street. He's coming down the street. And he's waving at us through the window oh. with his big miss. And he's walking with the big bag. And people, of all the neighbors are opening up their doors and coming outside and shaking his hand. Hey, Santa, oh how gosh. you doing? And bringing <laughs> him cookies and stuff. And Santa's coming down this way to us. It's like, oh, my God. You know? And, of course, we're kids. Like, oh, my God. And then we're all rushing to the tree. It's losing and we, mind. We never Recognize which one of our uncle it was. It was always either my dad or my uncle Jello, whatever Mm -hmm. something like that. And yeah, there we are sitting, you know, as kids on Santa's lap and getting a Christmas, like a second Christmas in a way. That's cool. And that was pretty, pretty freaking cool. And I, I really miss that. I really wish I could do that. Mm. So, <laughs> I'll
1: go dress up as Santa. Well, you know, you'd all be act surprised.
3: You'd, you'd be surprised to what lengths I went to to make kids like my daughter and all that believe, make them believe in Santa. To one point, I remember. Seriously? Oh yes, one point, <laughs> I remember with one of my exes, and the kids are sleeping. And we did, like, rock, paper, scissors because we wanted to be the one to climb on the roof oh. with jingle bells. And we're stomping on the roof. And she, she 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 won the, the rock, paper, scissors. She, so she got to go. And she's stomping on the roof. Tomp, tomp. And I'm taking two by fours and I'm making sled tracks in the snow. And I'm making paw prints of deer, right?
4: Aren't your feet also there?
3: Well, yeah, I'm... I'm <laughs> you know, I'm kind of like on my knees and sc- scuttling along in the snow, right, making these tracks and, you know, eating the cookie and trying to write thank you from Santa without being my handwriting and all that. And I'm waking up, the kids like, guys, guys, he's on the roof, he's on the roof. You know, and the kids are waking up half groggy, it's like, what? <laughs> no idea what the hell's going on. Oh, that's adorable. And even to one point, I even one time hired a friend of mine that was kind of plump, <laughs> right, and we dressed him up as Santa but the coat coat wasn't fitting right so we only had it on, almost like a cape oh no so the kids the kids are peeking from behind the door if you wish as we come downstairs we're crawling and you know kind of give him a sign he's going ho 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 and he's putting stuff under the tree and the kids are watching They're like oh my god you know go back upstairs go back upstairs before he sees you you know and they're rushing back upstairs back into bed so yeah we went to extreme length (laughs) to make the kids have that magical Christmasy thing you know yeah. And then, of course, we told them that Jesus didn't exist.
4: Right? <laughs> I've, I've never really been on board with anybody, like, kind of convincing their kids that things that are fake are real. Like, it kind of just, like, it's like, why?
3: <laughs> well, yeah, I, I understand that. And, you know, there, there's something magical about that. And my when my daughter found out, finally figured out that, you know, she figured out kind of late, actually, that... Santa wasn't real. She was so angry at me. She was so
1: angry at me. And just on on the note of, like, with the whole Santa and that, for those parents out there that do have kids that you do presents from Santa, one thing I've seen going around a lot that I actually kind of like is... Don't make all of the big, fabulous presents from Santa, like the no. Xbox or things like that. Do the little things. Do the big things from you because and the little things from Santa. Because when they get back into school, and I can totally see this happening, Because like, oh, look what Santa got me. Santa got me an Xbox. Well, Santa only got me a teddy bear. Yeah, exactly. Why does Santa like you so much better? Like, do the smaller stuff from Santa. Do the big, awesome gifts from you.
3: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. All right. Christian, do you have a, a segment for us? Or yes I do, actually. Oh, well, let's do wow. it then.
1: I'm keeping it short and somewhat Christmassy.
3: It's, a, it's another brilliant moment. It is another brilliant Fantastic. moment. Fantastic. Brought to you by religion.
1: So, in an amusing new ad for Norway's postal service, oh, who? one that you would never see replicated in the States, a mail carrier delivers a letter to the beautiful biblical Mary, and then a miracle happens nine months later. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Jesus just went postal on people.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Makes a lot more sense than a virgin birth. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, The ad ends with a voiceover saying that might not be what happened, but post-end has always been an important part of Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. I watched it and it's.
3: Hilarious. It's, one of, it's like one of those memes you saw on Facebook. You know, what it says is it's, it's jo- Joseph sending a letter to Mary. He said, Mary, just admit you slept with another guy. This is getting out of hand.
1: Right. It's so, <laughs> so saying it's the mailman. So where, where can our listeners find that? YouTube, probably. Yeah, probably. You can probably find it on and, YouTube. And you, they'd find it under? Um, if you look up.
3: Norway Mail.
1: <laughs> yeah, Norway Postal Service commercial. Or even I found this on The Friendly Atheist. mm so if you look up the Friendly Atheist, you'll find it in there. Okay.
3: Which is also a great source of information for anything yeah. atheist.
1: Um, but yeah, it's clever, edgy, and it's... Oh, I love it. It's hilarious.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Um,
1: and then moving on, for the second year, if you visit the County City Building in South Bend, Indiana, you're going to see this pleasant holiday display... That may upset people after they figure out what it actually says. Oh, boy. Uh No, 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 no. The Tolerance Tree, which reads, Oh, come all ye faithless, and even even heathens celebrate the season, is sponsored by the Northern Indiana Atheists. They took advantage of a policy generally used to promote nativity scenes that allows outside groups to sponsor displays in the government buildings during the holidays. The group said their goal was to make sure residents saw more representation than just Christianity. Good. We just want people to get along and understand each other, said Kelly Pickle.
2: <laughs>
1: the first step is being able to tolerate each other. Ideally, the ultimate goal is to have acceptance for one another so we can be a true community. Tolerance is the first step in that. And the tree is like rainbow and it has pride flags nice. and trans flags nice. awesome. and that it's not the direction you guys thought I was going no is no, it?
3: no no but it's,
1: it's nice it's it's nice so I'm like mm. can I keep it a little and bit how happy many how
4: it? many Christians are upset by it
1: probably a lot
3: <laughs> yeah every Christian is a thing to I know it. it's so I,
4: f- oh, sorry He's
1: if <laughs> I remember correctly I'm pretty sure it's in front of like a big window too <laughs> yeah
4: nice. it's really sad how many Christians get upset when they realize that Christianity isn't all Christmas is about.
3: Christmas isn't even about Christianity.
4: (laughs) I know. I don't
3: care which way you look at it. So many of my
4: family is like, are all about the Jesus is the reason for the season. It's like, no. (laughs) No, it's not. No. (laughs) Don't bring that bullshit here. (laughs) You
3: guys see that? You guys see that? Uh, there was a uh, a thing that happened on Fox News. It said "reason for the season" on the screen, the and blue screen. Said
4: treason? And it
3: was a big cross, and it made it look like it said treason for the season. It's like oh, it's just beautiful.
1: Oh, I love it when the cross does stuff like that. <laughs> it's like a slightly like
3: classic one, you know, where there's a cross. that says "unashamed," but it's so close, it looks like it says "tuna shamed." <laughs> <laughs> you should oh, not shame tuna. Just God. don't shame any tuna. <laughs> All right. I got a couple of uh, other interesting uh, Christmas facts for you guys. Do you guys know there's a Japanese Christmas tradition? And that's KFC. eating KFC for Christmas. I've heard about that. No, it
4: gets weirder because you have to order your KFC one right. I mean, you That's right.
3: You have to book it almost two months in advance. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, <laughs> if you're trying to book that day, it ain't going to happen. Nope. No. And I'm mean, pretty sure it was, through, it was
4: like an advertising campaign. They specifically... Tried to get that niche because the people in that country didn't really have any like massive no. celebrations for Christmas. So they're like, ah, oh, we can monetize this, people. Uh, yeah.
3: <laughs> Cash big, grab. <laughs> big bucks for KFC.
4: Oh I mean, God, it works. Right.
3: Uh, did you guys know that over 35 million Christmas trees are produced annually?
4: I mm-hmm. can see that.
3: Well, that's a lot of Christmas trees.
4: Now, is that real or fake?
3: Real trees. Gross. Yeah, that would be real. Uh, <laughs> did you guys know that White Christmas by Bing Crosby? you know the song obviously yeah. is still the best selling Christmas song
4: yeah. ever because it's still the best Christmas song ever
3: it sold over 15 million copies worldwide
4: it, oh Everything Bing Crosby sings, it's amazing.
3: Um, we spoke earlier about Charles Dickens, about A Christmas Carol in the top ten there for the movies. Uh-huh. Uh, what I was about to say, and uh, I kept it for now, that Charles Dickens wrote A Christmas Carol, he wrote it in six weeks.
1: Holy shit. Only took Ooh. six
3: weeks to write that story.
1: It's a good one. And that's mm-hmm. pretty cool, that And story. I've seen many renditions
3: of it. Yeah, oh yeah.
1: I still want to see the Muppets one. That's the one I don't want to see. I don't really do the Muppets. No,
4: apparently yeah, it's don't. really good. I want to see real, I want to Just see people Apparently it. it's really good. Yeah
3: you guys know that before turkey being a traditional Christmas meal, um, the Christmas meal in England was a pig's head in Ew. mustard.
1: Lovely. That sounds disgusting. I mean, I'll yeah, you, but I'll pass.
3: Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry for our British friends. You guys, when it comes to cooking, that's just not your forte. <laughs>
1: no, no, it's really not, it? It really it? is
3: not. Um, and last but certainly not least... Uh, a lot of people use their Visa cards to buy Christmas gifts, Oof. and apparently debt. the card, the Visa card, is used five thousand to six thousand times every minute oh. during the holiday season. The
1: crazy thing is that's only Visa, or is that's that only all, Visa? That there's that's like only Mastercard, visa. American Express,
4: and then like, there's just your regular debt. Happy Christmas debt,
3: right? yeah, yeah. Oh. Five to 6,000 okay. times so a minute. It's so
1: sad how many people go into debt over yeah. Christmas. Apparently this is the year of me giving Christmas advice. Don't go into debt buying everybody stuff. Yeah, like you don't have to buy people things. No, you can keep Christmas small. Buy yourself things. With, with, you don't have to do that either.
0: Yeah, with my grandchildren, when oh. with my grandchildren, I'm sending. I always send money because it's easy, and they get what they what they want. It's not particularly, you know, wonderful to unwrap, but it's it's always money's always good. And so you I get what you want. send that at, through high school. Um, once they they're in college and they they, uh, they they graduate and become adults I say what charity would you like to support Aww. this year and so whatever charity or nonprofit that is such a good then, I, that's awesome. then I, I do that because at that point we're responsible for uh, the welfare of everybody mm-hmm. else as adults, so we might as well give our, our some of our well-being and spread it spread it around. So mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. what I do. So anyone who's you know looking not to break the bank, you know you can you can uh, contribute to any nonprofit that that you like, and you don't have to do a lot of money at all. You can do it reasonably, and it uh, it it spreads what what the Christmas spirit's supposed to be. So maybe that's an idea to you know keep your spending under.
3: Control. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Uh, you know, every year we try to do a bit of a informal look into some aspects of Christianity, like the origins of Santa Claus and something like that. And, uh, you I mean thought...
4: Christmas? You said Christianity.
3: Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. <laughs> I make like, Christmas. I make Santa Claus isn't part of Christianity. I make Chris- Christmas. I make Christmas. So this year, I thought, you know, um, for for years, I've always been bothered by the idea that uh, a lot of people have nativity scenes, uh, including my own mother, and they have this little blonde haired, blue eyed baby Jesus. (laughs) And what people don't really know is this depiction of Jesus is actually a direct result of Nazi Germany. And it was actually imported here in North America. Because what you might not know is uh, Adolf Hitler tried to do his own version of Christianity, and they called it Positive Christianity. It was a very macho style Christianity.
1: Very positive.
3: So it was a movement within the Nazi Germany, which makes the belief that racial purity of the German people should be maintained with Nazi ideology and and the elements of Christianity. Hitler used a term in Article Twenty Four of the nineteen twenty Nazi Party platform, saying the party represents the standpoint of positive Christianity, non-denominational. The term could be variously uh, variously interpreted. Positive Christianity. I laid fears among Germany's Christian majority at the time and expressed uh, through their hostility towards the established um, churches of large section of the Nazi movement. In 1937, Hans uh, Kent, uh, sorry, Kerr, of the Nazi Minister for Church Affairs, explained that positive Christianity was not dependent upon the Apostles' Creed, nor was it dependent on the faith in Christ and the Son of God, upon which Christianity uh, relied. Rather, it was represented by the Nazi party. The Fuhrer is the herald of a new revelation, he said. To accord with Nazi and anti-Semitism, positive Christianity advocates also thought to deny the Semitic origins of Christ and the Bible. So in other words, the adherence of positive Christianity basically ignored the entire mm-hmm. old version of the, uh, the Old Testament. It was all about Jesus and Hitler. Um Based on such elements, positive Christianity separated itself from the Nicene Christianity, and as a result, it considered apostate by all historically Trinitarian Christian churches, regardless of whether they're Catholic, Eastern Orthodox, or Protestants. Um, Hitler identified himself as a Christian in an April 12, 1922 speech. So if you're wondering today, all these memes, uh, yeah, Christian was an atheist? No, he was not. He he was a Christian. Um, He also identified himself as a Christian in Mein Kampf. However, historians including... Uh, Lawrence Rees characterizes acceptance of the term a positive Christianity and his involvement in a religious policy uh, as being driven by opportunity, uh, opportunity and by pragmatic uh, recognition of the political importance of the Christian church in Germany. Yeah, mm-hmm. so H- Hitler essentially tried to use Christianity to further his movement, and since Catholicism was kind of going along with it, but not as far as he wanted to. Uh, he basically decided to kind of create his own version uh, of, of Christianity. So uh, I think it's very uh, it's it's very interesting to see that uh, so many people have this remnants of Aryan ideology yeah. Yeah. that's still in their Probably house, and, and they I... don't know, and they don't know. So if you go to mom and dad's today or the, this week, and you take a good look at the nativity scene,
1: or or I vote we replace baby Jesus with baby Yoda.
4: Oh, uh, yes, all the way. That is a fantastic idea. Thank you.
3: So, if you if you, you do have the little blonde-haired, blue-eyed baby Jesus, yeah, there is there's a very good chance that this is this is a remnant of, you know, one of the darkest if not the darkest period in our history.
2: Yeah.
3: Uh and you know, it, it should in a way offend you and you should kind of correct it, you know. I don't know. Take out some bronzer and make baby Jesus a bit more tan because he should have been way more tan than white anyway. <laughs>
0: well, just on the on the face of it, which is, I didn't mean to, that's kind of like a pun, but on the face of it, it's so wrong.
3: It is so wrong on so I many mean, levels. I mean,
0: anybody who looks at the Middle East and the people who are in the Middle East, you'd be hard-pressed to find that little blonde, blue-eyed yeah. baby any place in, you know, Ooh. in Israel, Syria you know or any any of the arab countries they he's not there people
1: has anyone seen the christmas stamp that looks like mary's playing the keyboard with jesus uh, with uh, joseph on vocals no <gasps> you haven't seen it oh it's it's a christmas stamp but it looks like mary's playing a keyboard
3: <laughs> it's hilarious <laughs>
1: okay i have a question who includes their pets in christmas oh uh, yeah
3: well yeah of course oh Always. yeah Buy them a little something
1: i think our pets are getting more than we are this year honestly
4: Uh, no i'm getting more than the pets
1: Okay, well.
4: <laughs> I, I. Okay, no, 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 but you Indi- want to know how I do that?
1: Individually.
4: I take things I already own and wrap them.
3: <laughs> You're you giving uh, yourself gifts?
4: Uh, Of course.
3: That's just weird.
1: Why? For a person, the dog.
3: Why get is that weird? We That's just weird. How is that weird? Well, I can understand you br- giving yourself, buying yourself something that you wanted to, but you already have it and you wrap it in. I don't know.
1: Yeah. To be fair, with her, well, it's, with it's, her it's memory, for you. I forget.
4: She I own will forget
1: things. that she owned things. Like this year, I actually wrapped a couple things that we already had that she's probably forgotten about. I was going to exactly. get super excited when we open them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And
4: it's like, I want to have presents under the trees, so I wrap things so I own. <laughs> if anyone has a,
1: a box that I can use to fit a giant stuffed moose in.
4: Right. I, I, once, I once wrapped a box of craft dinner, it was amazing. <laughs> Didn't you do
1: that last year or the no, year before? It
4: was um when I, we were at my aunt's house. Oh, I boy. put it in her stocking.
1: Oh, that's right. You were telling me about that. That's hilarious.
3: <laughs> oh, boy. You guys are weirdos.
4: I also <gasps> bought myself some things I always wanted as a child, so.
1: <laughs> oh, that's well, if what if I have
4: that's, If that's fun oh. for you,
0: then do it, yeah. it. It is. The, the main thing is if that's fun for you and, and the dogs are happy, go to it. Yep.
1: Christina? Yes? We have to go to Superstore after here because I have one more thing I have to buy you. Oh, God.
3: Yeah. So, um, in conclusion for this wonderful show, I must say, uh, you know, we talked about our favorite um, Christmas memory. I want to share one more Christmas memory. It's not quite Christmassy, but to me it is. Uh, Was that time that uh, all four of us basically went to IHOP because it was during the holiday season
4: oh it was I don't remember
2: things
3: it it was uh, during the winter it was during the holiday season and you know and for those people who have never heard the story before you know uh, we did a show one time and we decided to just have breakfast at IHOP after and we all sat at IHOP and we're all joking around and Throwing puns and whatever that we usually do, you know, we're just being rambunctious people, I guess. Our
1: usual nonsense. Our usual yeah. nonsense.
3: And, and and this little woman from this uh, this other table gets up and comes to Nancy right off the bat and <laughs> looks at her and says, "You have a wonderful family." <laughs> and and it, you know what what touches me the most about that story is none of us corrected her, none of us corrected her to say, "No, no, no, we're just colleagues, we're just fans and stuff like that." No, we we all accepted it, and that really really touched me, and it, yeah. it's become my new favorite. Christmas. It is and the,
0: I, the, the really nice thing about that—not to—not to steal yours, but I remember so I can see that lady standing there and looking at me, and instead of looking at her first, we looked at each other, and we just, <laughs> there was such a lovely smile yeah. on our faces because you know, of course, we got it, but we all felt oh yeah you know we accepted and then then we looked at her and said thank you <laughs> yeah. but you know rather than look at her like "What are you you know it it, it was just a beautiful it was a beautiful yeah. moment that we shared and she had no idea you know <laughs> but we we brought her in and exactly. smiled and said thank
1: you and then but i made mean, yeah, some stupid
3: comment, comment to the effect yeah mom looking at you and nancy yeah, said, yeah mom you better start treating us good or yeah, yeah, like, that, like, yeah. You know? like a
1: typical family yeah. Resorted into mm, some yeah. sort of
3: a disagreement.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah so, it was. It was really weird because we we certainly, you know, from the outside we don't look like family, but we are family. We certainly yeah. are. We yeah. certainly
3: are, and hopefully you are family with us out there yeah. in the cyberspace listening to us. So, thank you so much, ladies, for being with us today. And thank you, the listener, for being with us. I hope you guys have a fantastic holiday season. Yeah. You can find us at leftadvalley.com. You can find us on Facebook, on Twitter, at LETV Podcast. You can send us an email at outlook.com. You can send your Christmas gifts to Nancy. And, and Hanukkah gifts. And Hanukkah gifts. And for once, she will not throw a knife back at you. Yeah. Uh- It'll be a candy cane. <laughs> You can give us a five star review wherever you find us. It helps us and helps others find a show. And you can also become a patron by going to patreon slash LETV, like our friend Adrian and Freethinker215. And you get a lot of behind the scenes stuff that you don't usually get to hear in the normal show.
4: It's mainly us talking. About <laughs> yeah. Well, of course what it's, what it's us is.
3: talking. It's, it's weird on every yeah, side. Today all was right.
4: all behind the scenes. I know, right? <laughs>
3: pretty much. It pretty much was. So I guess uh, happy holiday, guys.
2: Yeah, Merry yeah. Christmas, hey, happy everybody. holidays,
3: uh, happy Kwanzaa and all that stuff, and the wonderful stuff. Uh, we're just going to let you go uh, with playing a song from Tom Petty and Heartbreakers. This is Christmas mm-hmm. all over again.
4: Oh, oh, huh. first, first. What? If you want to binge watch something, people, binge watch The Witcher on Netflix. It's <laughs> amazing.
3: No spoilers. This has nothing to do with Christmas. Uh, you it's... do that to me all the time. I will kick hey, you hey, butt. Hey, hey, hey. It came out in December.
1: Exactly. It came out just the other
3: day. There.
1: So, so there,
4: there is oh, snow. Is so there oh, is geez. snow.
3: <laughs> <sighs>
1: Christmas is what you make it, Kevin. Exactly.
3: Until next time, guys. Thank you so much.
2: Decorations hung by the fire. Everybody's singing. All the bells are ringing. Don't wanna kiss them now, and it's Christmas all over again, yeah, again. And all over town, little kids gonna get down. And Christmas is a rockin' time. Put your body next to mine the mistletoe We go We go Down a block
3: Little kids start to rock
2: Christmas is rocking time Put your body next to mine Underneath the mistletoe We go We go Merry Christmas time Come and find Happy and they're bright, you're fire I hope you have a good one I hope mama gets the shopping done And it's a Christmas Let's see, I want a new Rickenbacker guitar, two Fender basements, Chuck Berry songbook, xylophone.